live, baby. Oh. I have a feeling we're uh, we're gonna hear that quite a bit tonight. Huh. <laughs> That's a good feeling. That is a good one. Um, TJ, you were saying that the other night. You said you sound a lot more like Lua than I do um, on that. But uh, yeah, I oh, feel we're, like we're last night we were playing Fortnite doing that. So let's go. <laughs> God damn, that's gonna be stuck in my head tonight. Um, we'll have to get that get that from the source here in a second. Uh, but what is going on, everybody? Welcome to F35 Live, our weekly live stream. We're here every Monday night, 9 p.m. Eastern to maybe 11 p.m. Eastern. I think we're gonna go with that phrase from now. Instead of at least, it's gonna be maybe. See how maybe. we're feeling. You know, maybe in this market, it's a maybe. It's a maybe. We, we yeah. might, we might not. I don't know. We'll see how uh, if the chat's engaged. If they just want to chat, uh, if chat just wants to chat. <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll be down to uh, to continue recording. Um, but now, nah, man, <laughs> uh, if you guys got any questions or anything tonight, feel free to drop them over inside the comments. Um, we got a we got a fun little stream lined up and a project. Usually, I feel like we're pretty in the know with a lot what's what's going on or with the guests that we do bring on to the show. I feel like tonight I'm a little out of the loop, um, and it's not maybe a bad thing because we got perfect people to go ahead and kind of bring us back in. And I feel like maybe a lot, uh, not a lot, but some people inside the community probably feel the same way um, with the project that we're going to host on tonight. So it'll be good to get a little update because if you look at some of the artwork that you can see here on the side. Um, I really like the the way this looks. Uh, I'm not, I've never been like a huge like anime person, but I've I've definitely grown to appreciate it as we've been inside the NFT scene for the last couple of years. I, I um, like that it's kind of service level the information we know because that we can give more of an even truer or raw reaction and, and questions to what the information they're giving us. So I'm, I'm excited yeah. to hear about it. You stole yeah. what I was going to say, TJ. This is one too we've been hearing a lot about. <laughs> kind of been uh, since the recent projects we've talked to have been. Um, more ones that have been around already uh, that we've mm -hmm. just been kind of getting updates on. So this will be, the, uh, we haven't had a you know, brand new one like this in a little bit, I think. It'd be good. It's good, it's good to catch up with teams that have been building too and ones that maybe uh, maybe haven't had like the best like start. Um, not to say that they didn't have a bad one at all because they sold out, no problem, uh, instantaneously pretty much um, at that time last year, literally uh, a little over a year ago. But maybe like uh, like you said, you sometimes you forget about things that are going on. But in the background, if you've been over on Twitter, um, I know a lot of people are paying attention to this one as well. Um, and also with a big community member um, that was added to the team, which we'll get a chance to talk to here in a second. Uh, before we do that, shout out to chat over there. You got Resin up there, our F35 mod. You got Eddie Z. Uh, Mad. What did I say, man? Man. Yeah. What is that? What is that uh, uh, Rob Schneider? Maze. Uh, <laughs> Don't give me that on that one. I'll do that You've got Eddie Z over there just crushing racetrack times over in Cornucopias. Mania Business. Garfield Lasagna. Shout out to him of the AO. Lauren Steiger. Arrow Art. Jasper. Uh, Lua over in the chat with a let's go. Uh, D5 FOMOFO and Hugs Not Rugs. What is up, MFR? Um, but yeah, like we said, uh, let's let's jump right into it and bring our guests over into the stream. We've got some co-founders inside the building. Uh, let's give them a nice warm welcome with a let's go. You've got Peppers and Lua. Welcome on, guys. How's it going, guys? Let's go. There it is. There it is. He said it. He said it. It's like that uh, Leonardo DiCaprio meme. He's sitting yeah, on the he's playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he said the thing. He said the thing. Time yeah, one hundred percent. Yo, uh, guys, welcome onto the stream. How you doing? All good, all good. Thank you for having us today. Very excited to to start with this. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much. We're doing great. One hundred percent. Welcome and uh, also uh, appreciate you guys uh, jumping onto the show tonight. I know you guys are busy behind the scenes right now and getting ready to ramp up with some more info. So appreciate you guys stopping onto the show. 
and uh kind of filling us in and maybe some other people as well as what you guys have been working on because i know for me like we were talking about backstage was one that uh i had minted last year you guys had minted out sold out instantaneously and uh i sold recently after and then from there kind of just haven't been really paying too much attention although if you've been on twitter i know you guys have been working on stuff we've been seeing some of the new artwork um, so I'm excited to get a little bit uh, more updates on what you guys are doing with the OG collection, what this new collection is, and kind of how the two uh, go hand in hand and what you need to do in order to get your hands on one. So uh, before we get going into all that, I guess, guys, uh, Peppers, we could start with you and then Lua will go ahead and jump on. Uh, just a quickly, just a little quick intro for yourself. So wh who are you guys and what do you guys do for the uh, Book of Icky guy? So yeah, so my name is Peppers. I am one of the founders of the Book of Icky guy. I started the project with Maria and Tetsuo, and, who is the artist, and Lua jumped right over uh, a few months later as a team member, founder basically as well. I'm more in charge of the background stuff, so uh, the tech that goes behind the book of Ikigai, we have a lot of different bots, things like that in the Discord that I have designed. Um, I also am in charge of basically everything that has to do with generating the art, working with the developers. Uh, like right now we're working with Avatar Nick. I'm basically the middleman yeah. between the project and well, not even the middleman. I'm actually the guy from the project yeah. working with the developer directly, making sure that everything will go smoothly for everyone, just like it did for the OG collection. We sold out in three seconds and basically no criticism in terms of uh, how fair the mint was or people uh not being able to mint which is a really big problem in many drops and many collections so that's basically what i do website things like that basically in charge everything that has to do with tech and the crypto side of the project tetsuo okay. he's not here unfortunately he is very shy his english is okay but not the best so he's very self-conscious about it but he's a magnificent artist he's a, a great guy um he's gonna be watching the video i'm pretty sure he's gonna be watching right oh. now uh, but yeah, he's the artist. He's the reason why we started the book of Ikigai. Maria and I, uh, you know, met him. We wanted to work with him. And yeah, that's how everything started. The guy's talent. And we believe that this new collection is really going to accent that about him. Awesome. Yeah, it's it's good to hear. Like you said, that you guys have been still, like you said, building strong. You started off with a good core team. I know you guys, I didn't get a chance to meet you guys, but I did see you last year right at uh, CNFT Con. You were in Vegas, right? Yeah, we were in Vegas. Uh, yep. I, I wasn't there, but the, the team was. Yeah, I was in Vegas. Um, we went with Cypher Kicks and Ikigai. We had a big booth mm -hmm. in the, at the event. So, uh, yeah, Maria and I were there meeting everyone, talking to people about the project. Even before minting a single NFT, we were at yeah. the event uh, with a large booth uh, talking to people. Awesome. That's yeah, that, that's what's really good to hear. And then, Lua, um, how did you get involved with the project? Because you weren't originally there from the start, right? Yeah, so um, I remember getting whitelist or, or seeing the project uh, through Ugly Bros or one of the communities that I was already in. I, th I think I believe Maria was a mod in that project uh, prior. Then, of mm -hmm. course, I, I know about Cypherkick. So obviously I got word of the project. Um, and yeah, it was just it was a fun, active community. I, I like being there early and stuff and really fostering um, those early connections and getting a feel out, of course, for the vibe of the community and the founders and stuff like that um and then yeah i mean like i uh, i was able to mint my i think it was like five whitelist uh, uh at the time and then hmm. got involved in public and just like really enjoyed the vibe um it just felt like a really good match i was really active in the community and you know not soon after the mint 
uh, you know, Maria had reached out and offered me an opportunity to be the community manager there, which I, I took. And then not, not too long after they're like, you know what, we really, you know, you deserve to be on the team. Right. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I became, you know, a founder. Awesome, man. Yeah, it's such a cool opportunity. I feel like there's a lot of people like that um, outside of yourself. I know like Elle is a good example of one where people jump on from Twitter. They have a great voice, a great presence inside the community or good repertoire with them. And then guys, you guys get connected and added to the team or people join stuff that they're passionate about. So it's really cool that they were able to do that. Because I think for as far as the project goes from like an outsider's perspective a little bit, I think that went a long way with a lot of community members who maybe weren't too sure about the project or just didn't know much about it right when it started. Because um, I know you were a bit heavily inside the community, so it's it good to see. Um, and I know you're over inside the spaces every week uh, in multiple communities, getting it, getting the word out. So I've heard nothing but positive things, and uh, good good to see you onto the team, man. And glad to have you here as well tonight. Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, yeah, just you know that that connection between being someone within the community and translating it to what's going on in the project you know what i mean so mm -hmm. hard sometimes especially like fresh after mint to always have your finger on the pulse so i was you know would recommend that if anyone is a project founder and is looking for someone to be that uh, you know person kind of on the front lines to, to choose someone from within the community they're they're obviously gonna probably yeah. hold it down the best yeah isn't that something like we, we were talking about that with um we recently uh, talking with Blake and uh, Block and Cardano with Paul this past Friday, and we were talking about like the that oh, there's a lot of great builders over on multiple chains. Doesn't matter where you're at, but if they fail to get that message and that marketing out, they could have the best product uh, you know that they've ever built, and nobody's using it because uh, nobody knows about it. And I think it goes a long way, like you said, where people or founders connect with their community members. And if they're able to integrate that in a way to get the word out and even better, like I said, in your situation, uh, that goes such a long way for just any kind of startup or anything you guys are building. So Evers, that's awesome that you guys and the team were able to kind of see that feedback and then make that decision. Because I think that's, uh, like I said, it's been a, a good one um, to, to get him involved on this. So I'd love to see that from more founders too. Um, recognizing like, hey, we got a need here and you guys are able to, you know, kind of solve that. Uh, yeah, one one hundred percent. Like um, I am active in the spaces. Uh, yeah. I go to spaces almost every day. Like every two or three days, I'm in mm -hmm. spaces. Yeah. Uh, during my first years, during my first year in NFTs, I was on spaces every day, many mm -hmm. hours a day. And honestly, you reach a point in, in which you kind of burn out. I was yeah. experiencing that burnout during that time. And Lua was there really like fronting for the project, talking about the project, being very passionate about the artists and what the team was building. He really understood the vision and he was there putting into put it into words. So mm -hmm. just recognizing the value that he was adding to the project without even being part of the project was mm -hmm. key in terms of how we've done so far. Lua is a big part of the team. We're very happy to have him. And I really know that we wouldn't be where we are without his voice without his support and without how passionate he's been for the project so yeah it's yeah. something that i would love to see other projects do i see a lot of projects with founders that are nowhere to be seen not our case but in some cases and there's community members doing the work that the founders should be doing doing the work that cms should be doing um putting in threads sharing about the project every day mm -hmm. and they don't get the recognition they deserve and i think that's something that uh hopefully will continue to change and hopefully uh, Lua will serve as a great example for others on, you know, know what you deserve, uh, mm -hmm. know your worth, don't do other people's work for free or for nothing. Uh, you just, you know, they deserve recognition. They deserve to be mm -hmm. either on the teams or, you know, at least have a position 
that reflects their eff the effort that they're putting in. Yeah, absolutely, hundred mm -hmm. percent. Well, I think uh, for to kind of start off for anybody who may not know what you guys uh, do or what the project is, can you give us a quick little uh, rundown of what is the book of Ikigai? Is it Ikigai or Ikigai? Ikigai. Ikigai. Okay. Yes. Perfect. Uh, Japanese word basically is um, a concept that basically puts a lot of different things together, like what you're good at, uh, what you're passionate about, uh, what is good for humanity and something that you basically can make a living off. Uh, it puts all of those things together and that means Ikigai. Um, okay. That's why we chose that word because this is the artist's uh, Ikigai. He's an artist that comes from Venezuela. He doesn't have, he didn't used to have that many opportunities. He's worked for comic book companies. He's done a lot of freelance work, uh, but he never had the opportunity to do something that was his, something that could represent everything that he loves and that he feels and a way to really to express himself. Um, he, he used to tell me a story that when he was growing up and he was trying to get into art school, Uh, his parents would look at him with disappointment, like, oh, that's never going to amount to anything. Uh, what are you doing? Like, just do that for fun. Don't do it mm -hmm. as a profession. And when he actually learned about NFTs and what a big opportunity he's been, it's been for so many artists around the world, uh, he was really excited. He really wanted to try something. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's the reason why we chose uh, Ikigai for the project. It's a concept that really resonated with the artists and It is his Ikigai. He's trying to build uh, a universe uh, of lore, of art. So, like, he's even been working on, like, a map, like, different cities in this, you know, fictional world that he's creating. It's something so big, and the community hasn't even seen 10% of what he wants to create, and he will create. Um, with the OG collection, we released his first work. Uh, now, you know, when you do something for the first time, And I, I'm sure you guys have experienced this within your careers or in other things. You're learning, right? You're trying to put into work your ideas and then you see different limitations of like things such as, oh, you know, now we're working with trades. You cannot do five, you know, one of ones. It's impossible. So let's work with trades. Let's work with layering. Let's work with this. And initially it was really difficult for him. Like he wasn't used to working under that type of limitations um so now with this collection with a lot of experience with over a year of working on this art he's actually put something that um he's very proud of putting his name to he's very excited about it and we are too and you know this new collection is going to be called the wanderers of esume esume is the main city in the world that he's building and what is cool about it is that we're going to be doing something that hasn't been done before, which is called a grab collection uh, on Cardano, actually, at least at the size that we're doing it, it hasn't been done. It's something very similar to what SpaceBots did. Uh, you can change one OG SpaceBots for the new one. I'm pretty sure you know about it. Yep, And wormhole, yeah. Ikigai, yeah, we're going to do a wormhole. It's going to be very similar. The only difference is that since we love the OG artwork, it's ours. You know, mm -hmm. nothing was copied or anything like that. Right. You can actually bring your NFT back to the OG art. So by owning one token, you technically own two artworks. They're yours. You can do whatever you want with them. So that means that the collection is not going to be dilutive. There's going to be no dilution. It's going to be five. But the amount of tokens is going to remain at 5,000. That means that, you know, if you hold Ikigai, you shouldn't be thinking, oh, 
you know, 5k more, maybe my token will lose value. No, it will gain value technically because now you're going to hold or own more than just the OG art. Now you're going to own this new art as well. It's something that we might play with more into the future, but it's, uh, it's an idea that we believe, you know, allows the artist to be the artist. Uh, often you see in projects on Cardano or other blockchains, oh, you know, there's already 5k NFTs. The artist should never do anything else. Only marketing art or one of ones, never more collections, never, because that's going to mess with the, you know, distribution and the supply and this and that. We don't really believe that the artist shouldn't do anything else. The artist is the artist. He should work on his art, improve. Uh, it's a craft. It's not something that you're born with. I know people say, oh, talent. It's not talent. It's a lot of hours, a lot of hard work he's put into this. Mm -hmm. uh, this collection by itself, one year of work. Um, so yeah, we're super excited about it. Uh, the book of Ikigai is much more than what I've shared. I would love for Lua to, you know, uh, say, some, say some words about it. But yeah, yeah. I, I hope that gives you a little bit of a uh, background. Okay. Well, I, I never thought of like NFTs or, or artists in that way, especially like when you said he he had a certain style initially and then he had to kind of adapt to the NFT where well, now I need traits yeah. for all of this thing. So mm -hmm. he probably had a certain style of anime that he liked to draw like a few characters, but now he's like, oh man, I got to make a headband for this. I got to add a hat for that. I got to add one sword. Mm -hmm. So it's cool that you're able to just adapt and overcome those situations. Like, all right, I got to move to what the NFT market needs. So now I got to start drawing it this way, but it's, it's, it's great mm -hmm. that you guys are doing that now. One hundred and just like to give you another example it's like shadows if you're doing mm -hmm. like a jacket and you imagine the character with a different point of illum illumination then like every single one has to be the ha has to have the same point of illumination because all the traits have to go together so it really limits artists in what they can do right. which is why this collection is going to be i think it's going to be groundbreaking in terms of how an artist can approach art on cardano and yeah we'll see about that, that. Yeah, oh, that's really good. I'm going to go ahead and I'll pull up this art while Lua, like you said, if you want to expand it all. I know, uh, like you said, what we, you know, most of the thing when you got DGENs out there, the first thing they think about, right, is like price. What can I make money on this? Right? You know, immediately. So if there's any kind of feedback on that, I can I can understand that. It makes perfect sense, though, as far as, like you said, the artist's perspective of how they draw stuff and then mm -hmm. how you need to fit that into like a generative collection that doesn't always translate maybe uh, as seamlessly as you'd like it to. Right. Uh, and, and that's the beauty, I guess, of like the NFTs and stuff like that is that you're able to pivot and adapt and change uh, based on community feedback. And I love the fact that y'all are also doing a, you know, you're not diluting the supply. If anything, you're, you're keeping it the same uh, while being able to upgrade the artwork. And then maybe Louie and you guys can speak on this too. Are you guys, do you guys have, is this Civ 68 stuff or was that before that? Um, meaning that you have to, why you have to use the wormhole in order to go between the two? It will be. Yeah, you're right. Okay. That's one of the reasons why we're using it. And it's one of the reasons why the collection will also... Mm -hmm. uh, you know, let's just say that the traits that you mint are not going, don't have to be the final traits that you will gotcha. have. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So we'll make sure that we use the technology to its. Um, yeah. 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 No, absolutely. Like, um, I was brought on board to primarily focus on the community side of things as the community mm -hmm. manager. Of course, now my quote unquote official title is uh, chief of onboarding and vibes. But, uh, uh, <laughs> I, I really like to, to focus on the community side of things because, I mean, um, there is that art side. We want to really have that strong community side. And then, of course, we're in a tech space, so uh, I, I want to include the technology. So, 
using that to bring the community together to provide more art it all goes hand in hand and like that can be more of the icky guy of the project itself as we do have a really strong community um so we do different community events as well that are around you know some of the traits potentially some of the characters themselves like saturday utility um if mm -hmm. you know you know it's kind of like fight club you know if you if you know about fight club first rule of fight club is never to talk about fight club but we do mm -hmm. it every saturday um get the community together and uh, yeah it's just been a really good um opportunity to bring everybody together and enjoy something community based around uh, the project awesome yeah, I think that's like a huge uh, thing too, right? Is is cultivating and developing that community. You need to get people together in order to to let it to really thrive. Because a lot of times there is no exciting news while things are being built, right? You guys are developing, you got your heads down, and it takes time to get that stuff out. But if you got a good, like, passionate community, or you got like you said, the chief vibes of it, if you guys are setting up uh, some fun stuff and you've got a reason for people to come back, it makes that transition easier as you guys grow and uh, get through this time while you're building absolutely especially in, in in the bear you got to find innovative ways to to keep things exciting and to bring people um together or even just to the discord to have a conversation um of course i'm pretty active on on twitter spaces as well so we have that presence um mm -hmm. and yeah i guess kind of being you know the face of the project out there people can you know match my vibes like yeah this is something i want to be involved in so that also plays a large part well, that's perfect. You guys kind of keep the community active and engaged because us as consumers in the NFT market, we could be pretty brutal sometimes with projects when they're too quiet or whatever the case may be outside of the normal world where like people can, we don't get an update from a big company for months and we're cool with it. But the NFT market, we're a little more uh, strict and uh, uh, brutal about it, honestly. Yeah, so, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, yeah, it's it, that's the hard part, though, is you just need to be active and, and present with people. Like you said, and I think yep. Twitter spaces for you guys, it's, it is want to know there's something going on. Right. Um, especially with all of the, the, you know, projects that have failed and that are going to continue to some of them, unfortunately, just that didn't have a plan or they weren't able to really go anywhere with where they went. Um, and for you guys, I'm curious with the artwork and stuff uh, for the change. And was that what was like the initial like feedback from the team's perspective with that? And why did you guys decide to do an upgrade to the art? Like I know that's obviously an evolution of like, mm -hmm. like the style we talked about. But what from your guys' perspective, how did it, how did that come about, or what was the so, internal? So if if you check actually on JPEG, since you're there, uh, click on filters. Mm -hmm and look for on search just write uh valerie so v-a-l yeah uh -huh. that check that one uh-huh so yeah just one just okay. one of them yeah uh, uh should show you yeah that artwork uh, that's one of our one of ones that artwork got a lot of love a lot of uh positive feedback and a lot of people in the community were like you know we saw the og ones uh -huh. well valerie is very dope like we right. want valerie we want something like that it okay. really feels like this is what the artist can do and a lot of people felt like the og collection wasn't that it, it, like they're seeing the artist at his best when he has no limitations when he's you know in the zone like he likes to say right and then you compare it to something that took it took him months to create but by parts and obviously a one of one is always going to be much cooler than mm -hmm. a regular nft but the way he approached one of ones was no rules he didn't put them in the same position looking at you he 
he said, you know, I'm going to do this differently. I'm going to add different traits. I'm going to make it really interesting. We're going to add lore to the character. So mm -hmm. a lot of people were like, you know, we want art like Valerie. That's what we want. We like the OG. Mm -hmm. A lot of people did. And we have people who hold a hundred or more of them. They actually are not sure if they want to grab them yet. I'm pretty yeah. sure they will be convinced when they see the art. But yeah, I mean, sometimes you have to listen to the community. If the guys are saying, hey, this, this, this is nice, but I like this, you know, like the meme. Sometimes you have to listen, and that's what we try to do. And I think we've uh, shown the community that we care about what they think. We open a art feedback channel on the Discord. We receive a lot of uh, feedback, recommendations, uh, what people like, what they didn't like. And I think we open ourselves to scrutiny like no other project has done so in this blockchain uh, without actually even doing anything wrong at all. Yeah. Um, we we actually told people, tell us what you want to tell us. We will respond to every single comment mm -hmm. and we will listen mm -hmm. to every single comment. And I think we, we actually did that and, uh, you know, it's paying off and I think it's going to pay off in terms of long term and uh, what the community will actually want to do with this collection and, you know, continue to enjoy the art. Yeah, that's great that you, uh, you guys listened to the community and kind of got them involved in that process because uh, I think Tom and I felt this way about a project last year as far as like the one-on-ones look awesome yes i know they're supposed to but there's there was such a disconnect from the one-on-ones and like the quote-unquote floor ones that were like we didn't care for the floor ones at all but the one-on-ones were just exactly. so sick mm -hmm. looking like in mm -hmm. comparison but mm -hmm. to hear the artists like approach to that as far as like yeah i had no like limitations on i could just do what i wanted to do we're like well we want more of that style that looks really mm -hmm. cool so to yeah. hear that you guys actually listen to the community is i love that that's great yeah, we had like a full on-chain vote proposal. Um, mm -hmm. We gave a couple of different options based on the conversation that had being had in the, the in the art channel. It was either wrap it, update it, um, do a, a bit of you know wrapping it and updating it, do the trait evolution, or you know burn the old collection and come out with a new collection. And the community ultimately decided. I think it was like seventeen hundred votes um to wrap the art and still keep the old one because mm -hmm. uh, or, or the original art the og art because uh, essentially the art is you know nice like look at some of the traits on full zoom in they're like quite detailed um but yeah like, like mentioned a lot of people wanted to see the the full potential like this valerie sure. mm -hmm. no that makes perfect sense and uh, i mean for me I, I i agree i think this like visually obviously one of ones are always going to be more usually quote unquote appealing but it's uh, nice to hear that how he's been able to kind of take that feedback and Anytime, you, uh, I think it's hard, especially like anywhere, just to take any kind of criticism, but especially in the online, like Twitter world of like NFTs, like any kind of like FUD or, or negative feedback, it's just automatically usually received that way and people get very defensive. Yeah. So the fact that you guys are like, no, we're gonna take this head on, we'll deal with the community on it and then we'll work to improve. Uh, to, it's allowed you guys to grow. And uh, like I said, I think you're gonna be able to gain more, you know, a bigger bigger fan base over time with, with it. It would take a, a long-term strategy for the project. It's uh, It's a good move. Um, and I didn't know the backstory to the Valerie thing, so that's actually pretty interesting. Um, so I guess we can move over to, uh, like I said, the the Wanderers. Uh, is it a, of Azume? Is how you pronounce that? Wanderers yeah. of Azume, yep. Yeah. So then we saw a little bit more sneaks, and I'll pull a few of these up throughout there. But um, what is the the reasoning for the name, and what, uh, what what what's just a little brief overview of this? 
So basically, to give you a bit of the lore, uh, there is this big city called Esume, and it is controlled by very powerful people who basically centralize the whole government uh, economy, and it made this city into a Tokyo style of city. It's okay. a mega city. Um, the rest of the country is hurting. It's not doing well. Um, in this fictional world, uh, it's basically a future. It's not current time, but samurais never cease to exist. They actually were never uh, killed. They were never, uh, their culture was never destroyed. They actually continue to live uh, fulfilling lives in the mountains. Some were hiding, some still had villages. And in this future world, they still are with us. Um, so the samurai are a faction we're gonna do this collection into factions just to make it more lore rich uh samurais are a faction then we have the oligarchs who are the people in power the people who have and hold all the money um we also have cosplayers we're gonna have cyberpunks who are more like day-to-day -day people living in the city with all the current and dope tech and wearing everything that they have um the Wanderers is called like that because the initial lore will be about a few people that come together from outside the city who start like find their way into the city and they're just wandering. They have no direction. And the reason is because everything is so tightly controlled that you cannot do what you actually want to do. You cannot fulfill your ikigai. Mm. Uh, so that's how it's going to tie with the story. And it's going to basically follow their stories and see how they actually are able to find their ikigai so that's usually okay. going to be a theme that's going to follow along all these different stories and lores that we're going to to create it's not about defeating evil it's not about uh becoming rich or finding power it's about your ikigai what you're passionate about what makes you feel like you know like true happiness is going to be the main focus point of these stories Okay. And then uh, I'm just curious because I like to play around on some of these websites sometimes to see uh, what, what we can get into. What, is there any little hints for this uh, over here? Like when I enter, yeah. uh, so what, what do you for do here? There, oh, you yeah. have to write. This is a really fun thing that we did. For that one, you have to write slow killer. So it's going to be S L O space killer. It's going to be K I L L A. And then you click oh, slow killer. I oh, got you. Okay. Yeah, that's one of our characters. Then you're going to put 2022, which is the year when Ikigai was, uh, you know, founded by the team. Okay. And then there you're going to put ESF, okay. which is one of our factions. It's going to be like the military of the, you know, the, the lore. Ah, I got you. So did anybody pay attention to that at all? You can run that back on the tape. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the, the story on top, the lore basically goes through it. So if you read it, you can actually get the answers. We made it okay. really simple. Yeah. But for the video, let's, yeah, let's keep it moving. <laughs> so am I building something right here? Yeah. With this? Just, yeah. Basically choose your gear. Uh, prepare for battle, I guess. Uh, so there you can choose like different backgrounds that are going to be uh, in the collection. So instead of just sharing sneak peeks with the community, we decided, you know, let's let them create some sneak peeks by themselves. Yeah, that, obviously cool. you don't have all the traits here with some that we chose for them that yeah. we believe they would like. Uh, those are MMA gloves, you know, shout out to Saturday. Oh, yeah. There you uh, go. Yeah, yeah. No, this is dope. I saw, uh, so these have been some of the, just to play around with some of the traits of what to kind of yeah. expect on here. Yeah, that's how it is. 
that's dope over there. I like that. Um, okay. But yeah, that, that I'll have to go back and remember that uh, in my head over here. So I'll have to play around with some of this stuff. But I know I like the art style on these. Like you said, uh, it's giving a little more freedom uh, to kind of mess around with some of this stuff. No, so, 100%. so with it, you were talking about the artwork, uh, kind of like being able to, to to go back and forth with with this new collection here, um, with it being the same um, quantity type. What are you guys doing or how how can someone get involved uh, to, to be able to do this? Will this be uh, like a random mint kind of burn? Uh, not a burn, but like you said, a uh, token exchange. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so it's going, all you have to do for the day when we release this, which will be very soon, uh, actually in a couple of weeks, we haven't shared the date yet, but we will soon. So in a couple of weeks, you should you guys should have access to the portal that we're uh, building with Avatar Nick, the developer from the Ape Society. Mm -hmm. um, basically, what you have to do is just pay a small fee and an OG Ikigai, and okay. you will receive the NFT grab. So updated with the new art, the new metadata, new traits as well. The only thing that you are going to keep is the rarity. So if your NFT's rarity is like number 50, Mm -hmm. Don't worry, we're not going to give you back like a super lame you know, floor NFT. No, we're going to give you a top 50. It's going to right. be the same rank. Right. Um, so because we have so many new traits in the collection, you are not going to have the same traits, but you're going to have the same rank. Uh, so we're trying to make it fair. This is something that we also submitted through the community. Uh, it's something they voted for. We asked them, uh, do you want it to be random? Or do you want it to match the rarity? And they chose rarity. It makes it way more complicated in terms of the technology. But with yeah. Nick, we've been able to actually uh, match it. And it's going to be really dope. Is it going to be one-to-one? -one? Like, if you have a 50, are you yeah, going to get rank correct. 50? Or it's going to be, be like 50. 50? Okay. No, I didn't know if 50. there was some yeah. variable there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, you could get number 10. Or but like, let me yeah, tell you. Like, but let me tell you. The, the, the really fun thing about Ikigai, for example, is that the community has actually come out and, like, made some traits desirable. Like, the ramen trait in the OG collection was supposed to be, like, a regular trait. It wasn't supposed to be, like, a super important trait. And this guy came to the project and he started hyping it up and now everyone <laughs> wants to own a ramen trade so you know even if you get a lower rated trade or like rank it could still have like a ramen trade or it could still have a trade that a lot of people are gonna want because it looks super dope uh so in terms of rarity i am not personally a person that usually goes for rarity yeah that's the ramen trade so we you know level that up like 10x it's looking super cool it's like a super creative approach to like a food i'm really trade. hungry now too yeah. oh man <laughs> yeah. uh well yeah it's a cool thing like in my opinion yeah if you like rarity and you want traits with super rare traits and like the gold weapons and things like that yeah you you need to have a high rank but don't worry even if you have the in lower uh floor you know like rank 4999 it's still gonna look really dope I think the yeah. great thing about that is like even if it's not quote unquote a rare one, it will feel rare by just by the traits that you guys are putting on them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything that we that we're doing is really looking amazing. Uh honestly, just going through some samples that we have before uh everything is out, uh we're very excited. Everything looks really amazing. Yeah, essentially uh, it's gotta be exciting. 100 new traits. Okay. 100 plus new traits uh to the collection. So, <laughs> it's essentially a whole new collection, right? yeah it is and i really hope that people can realize like 
we could have come out and done this as a whole new collection in terms of like a new drop which is what a lot of projects do and yeah we could have made more money instead of charging a small fee we could have done with we could have gone with over 100 data or something like this uh with the level of detail and work that we put into it but we actually decided to find find the best solution for the community find the easiest way for them to have access to these nfts um, yeah. I'm like I'm pretty sure you you guys have had like one NFT from a collection that was rare, and then the collection or the project comes out with a new collection, and then you're like, oh, but I used to own a top fifty. Like now this is the new toy. People want to play with the new toy, yeah. and the old one is not as desirable. So yeah. this is something that I think we we've managed to solve with this new idea. Okay. Yeah. No, it's definitely hard to like balance those kind of things, especially when you start messing around with, uh, like you said. The, the exclusive traits and things like that. And how do you balance that new fact of, like you said, the shiny new toy versus the OG stuff um, and still make people feel like they're still, you know, the top dog uh, in a sense, because that's one of the big things about NFTs, right? Is the flex on their communities yeah. and things. Uh, and you still want to show people that you got that. So now it's a good way to approach that. Um, and in some senses too, like a lot of people, like you said, if you're at least matching the rarities, like one to one, like, Hey, I'm 50 rank 50 here, rank 50 here. Um, I think, like you said, hopefully that's a good way to balance that. And people are still coming out happy with it. But no, I have to say the new, how you get upset about that. I, I like the, the new traits look great though. Um, uh, and like I said, the artwork for me, like visually, this is like, this style is more my, up my alley, um, than the yeah. original on that. That's just personal preference. But I, everybody, like you said, there's people, plenty of people who don't want to switch over. Uh, and that's great. And there's a beauty of that, that with this stuff too, is say I buy uh, this new collection, right? Somebody upgrades this to the Wanderers. Uh, and if I wanted to take that back, essentially, I would be able to do that was, is what you guys are saying, right? Yeah. And you could see which the, which, how the OG art looks because you can simply go to see NFT tools and type the same number of your NFT. So if you have Ikigai yeah. number seven, uh, 700, you have the 700 in both collections. The numbers are going to, <laughs> the numbers are yeah. going to match. So that's yeah. going to make it easier for everyone. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, outside of that, I mean, as far as the Wanderers go, is there anything else um, that may be coming with them outside? I mean, obviously, new artwork is great. Is there uh, other plans in the works maybe that you guys can speak on um, as far as what you guys are hoping to accomplish with this um, besides the artwork? Yeah, so this being CIP68 and, you know, this new technology allowing us to do so many things. Um, something funny that a lot of people don't know, the artist is also... Uh, musicians so if you play on top the play music uh mm. you can actually listen to some of the things that he's played and written uh it's it's really cool okay um he's okay. mostly like lo-fi type of things it's really okay. dope i think you guys would enjoy it and yeah, yeah. the one of ones for example that we used to have they're gonna remain the same they're really dope art we don't want to change them mm -hmm. so we were thinking like how can we make them better well yeah. give him a free a free song from tetsuo okay right so now they own the song. It's theirs. Uh, so, so in terms of licensing, they can do whatever they want with it. If they want to run it through their project to use it as, a, you know, something for maybe vocals, they can do whatever they want with it. Yeah. Um, it's going to be really dope. So you can expect more music in terms of maybe customizing your NFT with a theme song in the future. Maybe changing the hairstyle. Maybe adding a dope new background and creating basically your own special artwork that resonates the most with you i think it's something that a lot of collections are lacking uh and it's i think it's something that we're gonna be able to do the right way 
Yeah, no, absolutely. I love the, I mean, there's been NFTs. Um, I think Surge also does stuff uh, with Ugly Bros. And there's a few others that do like uh, Tenketsu. They have some music and stuff as well um, through some of their things. But it's good when they, you can get an actual artist uh, who not only, like you said, are, it's fun when you can like bring the two together. Um, I'm a big fan of like the music stuff uh, and then also having the rights to that music on some of those things as well and owning that. And I think that's a huge thing that still is largely unexplored um, and we're still yeah. kind of getting used to. But I, I love that fact that so he's been playing. It looks like he's been playing for a little while now yeah, too. Yeah, he's been just... playing for some time. So I think for like 15 years. But the, you know what you mentioned is really really interesting because it's something that I believe a lot of projects want to do, but they don't do it in a way that feels natural. Like sometimes you have to do a lot of research. Sometimes you have to damn like you have to go to the Discord and then you have to go to the website and find information about the music and find information like it's really not organized with the wonders of azume like everything will be just in one collection everything will be in the same space it's not going to be a collection for music and a collection for this and a collection yeah. for this it's going to be everything within just one collection just one token it will give you access to everything that's what we're trying to build something cohesive something that doesn't involve having a lot of different tokens and then some become worthless because the shift the the, the interest shifts mm -hmm. to other collections or the newer thing if yeah. we release something new it will be tied to the wonders of azume okay awesome okay um, outside of that, I wanted to ask too, because I did see this over here, the multi-chain part of this. Do you guys have a collection also on Ethereum? Is that what I was reading? We have collectibles on Ethereum. It's not a okay. full collection. Okay. So we have Genesis tokens in the collection, basically for our early supporters that were airdropped for free. So okay. 100 Genesis tokens. And basically, if you're able to accumulate three of them by the snapshot date, you were able to redeem a physical Canadian maple uh, skate deck with the Oni mask on it okay. and a digital oh, asset cool. as well. And it's a 3D digital skateboard um on the ethereum blockchain so we do plan on releasing the second half of our collection on another blockchain we're just not 100 percent sure which one yet it's going to be based on where the community is supporting us the most and uh those these icky guy will be the only one on cardano and then um yeah we'll be looking to to onboard more people in through through the collection across uh, chain yeah, so, we want we want Ikigai to be much more than just one collection within one ecos ecosystem. We want to bring a lot of people together, and I think we'll be able to do it with art, with lore, with really dope products, and you know, with a very strong community. Oh, awesome! I was even, looking at. I'm oh, sorry, I was gonna say even Ikigai itself, like it was a lot of people's first mint on Cardano as well. We have a lot of people from V Chain, Ethereum, Solana, mm -hmm. um, that are you know exploring the Cardano ecosystem even from our October 31st last year mint. Nice. So we're going to continue to lean into that as well. No, I love that. I mean, I, I used this deck because I'd seen that over here. I was interested. Um, so you guys have done a physical product over there. Is this something that you guys want to expand upon? Or is this just something like part of like you got collectibles up here? Is this like maybe one of the first things that you guys want to expand upon? Uh, we, will. Down the line? we will. Skateboards are something that we actually really love working on because it's basically a canvas for art and for right. a collectible that also serves a purpose uh it can be used uh for yeah. skating <laughs> so awesome. yeah the artist loves working with them and like trying new things so 
Uh, it's something that we'll definitely continue to work on. Uh, maybe a Wanderers of Azume uh, limited edition skateboard will come out. Uh, that would make sense since this one came out yeah. right after the OG collection. Uh, yeah. We'll see yeah. how that goes. We just don't want to be releasing like a new one every month. We want yeah. to make them very scarce and uh, basically a collectibles. Uh, yeah, we guys... also had the Japanese rice logger, which is a collectible recently. We're out in Vegas and uh, we had an Ikigai Japanese rice logger. I know a couple of people were able to bring them back home. That's another collectible that we've done physical. Um, basically, in the in the one of the parties that we hosted there, we were able to you know provide some of the the, the project brew. That's so, awesome, right there. Awesome. Nah, I love when I... you can. Sorry, TJ. Go ahead. I was gonna say, are you guys partnered or, or working with uh, Mongrels at all with the with the skateboard X and things like that? Uh, no, we haven't worked on uh, with anything with Mongrels over there in terms of the the skate decks at this point. Shout to Mongrels though. No, yeah. no, this is something that we we did by ourselves uh, when gotcha. we when we came out for the first time. Uh, we're not maybe making like the project eight months before, uh, maybe yeah. six, six oh, wow. or eight months. Yeah, way way Mongrels. way ahead of them. But we're not making skateboards like the identity of the project. It's just a product that is part of the project, a collectible. Yeah, and just like the weights skateboard sometimes it's gonna be beers brewed just for icky guys sometimes it's gonna be you know uh, other dough products that uh might bring other people from different areas and interests into the project i love that sure. yeah because instead of you know kind of associating your project with just one kind of merch item like that you can you said that's a great idea to bring in people that maybe have yeah there you go display because most people aren't going to be skating on these but you know display them on the wall i know a lot of people and that's that. what the committee is doing yeah but, yeah, yeah if you, i love that uh, i think physical merchandise too like you said you connect people with all different walks of life whether it's music whether it's skating whether it's uh, beer whatever whatever it is all, there's all different interests so like you said if you can capture a market for those people dedicated to that they find some cool artwork and then get connected back to the main part of the project um, and especially ones from other blockchains as well. Like you said, as you guys don't want to strictly be a, a one blockchain project. I, I like that's how you grow, right? We need to reach people outside mm -hmm. of this little bubble that we're in. Um, so Absolutely. I love I love that you guys are, are trying to push that uh, envelope out there. And that's smart. Yeah. And, and it's something that a lot of projects, I think, make the mistake. And I'm not speaking about any project in particular. Of course, I no reason for that. Um, but a lot of projects come out and they try to make like a product part of their identity or business model and you know what happens when it's not a hit right what yeah. happens if you missed if you missed it like it didn't hit the market a lot of people are not really interested you know a bear market comes out and a lot of people don't want to spend their little ADA they have on mm -hmm. you know i don't know a case for a phone like yeah with your branding uh so sometimes i think it's best to be honest with the community and tell me you know we're gonna be trying different things and whatever we try we're gonna try our best to make it high quality and super dope for people we don't want to be releasing a lot of things just for the sake of releasing it in fact i think from the moment we released the skateboard it went like months before we released the next collectible which was the rice lager uh it was a japanese lager brewed in canada um so okay. you know we're a lot of people are, you know, are waiting. They're like, okay, it's been months since the last thing. And I think that's a much better thing than people being tired of you trying to sell them something. Like we're not trying to sell something. We're just vibing with the community and creating new things that they might enjoy. And if they do, well, they can vibe with us. Yeah. Uh, Tom, oh, right. Tom, 
Tom always makes a good analogy with that is like there's projects that come out sometimes that are brand new and really haven't had any like establishment yet. And the first thing they do is like, here, here's some T-shirts and here's all this merch and branding and stuff. And it's like, who are you guys? Uh, like nobody, like uh, nobody really recognizes you. You don't have a brand to really work off of for people to want that kind of demand yet. You really got to, that's something that you got to establish uh, over time. Uh, and then people will, you know, want to go ahead and rep that uh, later on. Like you said, you can also kill yourself with upfront costs and stuff for that if you kind of go head lean heavy into some of that stuff and mm-hmm. then people just don't vibe with it, like you said. Yeah, uh, many times it's a, it's a cost. Like many times projects actually spend more than they're earning from those mm-hmm. products. Like in the case of, you know, these skateboards, we gave them away for free. Uh, it, it, it really is something that projects have to be careful about, especially during a bear market. Shouldn't rely, rely heavily into just one product. It's 100%. good to try to find different venues and try to make sure that people don't get overwhelmed with the amount of things that you're releasing, like a new collection every three months or, you know, a new product or a new thing or every, like new announcements every week. It's also not uh, the best way for products to grow. Sometimes mm-hmm. taking a step back and actually putting a lot of work into just one thing, get it right, resonates a lot better with people who actually support you and want to you know, to see the project grow and succeed. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was going back to this comment here earlier as well. He said that LG, that was in there. Like, hey, let's go. <laughs> um, also, uh, you got Peppers. You ever get confused over there with Esco? Uh, is that ever happened to Spaces? Uh, I don't think so. I think it's the first time. <laughs> Shout out to Esco. Uh, a good go. friend of this, you know, project and ours. But that yeah, was, no, no. Yeah. First time, first time. That's funny. Uh, well, yeah, man. I, I think, man, it's, it's already 50 minutes that are going by over here. Uh, it's So do we have a time frame at all for this? I know you guys obviously can't give us dates or anything like that is this something that's happening this year or is are we moving into 2024 yeah yeah Uh, yeah so it's gonna be within two weeks uh maybe a few more days than two weeks but expected in around 16 18 days or so so just to give you a quick update like nick is working on the generating the art is something that's a little bit slow because it's a lot of traits and every trait is like Mm-hmm. two megabytes three megabytes so it's a very detailed collection 3200 by 3200 so it's a very big pile each oh, wow. so it's taking some time it's getting it done uh we're gonna go over every single nft of, of the 5000 as a team mm-hmm. make sure that there's no you know silly little details that we miss once we're ready for that we're gonna give nick the the date and we're gonna okay. announce it to the community. Uh, I think it's fair to say that this week we'll announce the the date, uh, the price of the NFTs, and all the details. Awesome. Well, for people doing math over there, um, you, you know, you can do your thing. There's some answers yes. for you. Um, but yeah, no, that's good. Good to hear. Are you guys uh, going to be doing this through? Um, you were mentioning uh, Avatar Nick. Is this going to be something maybe through Saturn? Saturn. Uh, you... Yes. Perfect. I love that because I remember minting a bunch of different projects through that. And like instant, the best part about that stuff is instantaneously you get to see what it looks like uh, after you mint it over there, even though it takes a second for the artwork to update in the metadata. Yeah. And honestly, like since this is not really a, you know, new drop or something like that, it's actually yeah. a grab. Like, you know, do you want to be whitelisted? Just buy an OG Ikigai and then that okay. way you can grab it. It's as simple as that. Uh, nice. Okay. So, there's no so, snapshots or anything like that. It's just no having snapshots. Yeah. Okay. And all you need is your OG Ikigai, uh, pay the fee, and that's it. You can grab your NFT. Uh, yeah. So don't expect like things like selling out because like we're not expecting 
5,000 NFTs to be grabbed in three seconds. Like, it right. doesn't work like that. It's not that type of drop. Uh, but we expect a lot of people to finally be able to do it. A lot of people have been waiting and they want to see, you know, yeah. the new art. And when they see it on Instagram, on Twitter, on on different social medias, uh, on Discord, they will see, you know, yeah. I think that a lot of people will so, be like, it's time to grab it. Yeah. The simple answer, if you guys are looking to get in, just go grab an OG uh, and then wait for that date to drop. You got a small fee to go through and uh, boom, you're ready to go. Easy enough. Uh, besides that... Besides that, though, I mean, uh, out on the horizon for you guys, uh, um, we got the artwork drop. We talked about that. What uh, what can people look forward to or are some things like kind of on the roadmap outside of that for you guys? I know we didn't really touch too much on like the manga and things like that as far as like the anime side of things. Like any other like like overview plans for uh, the project mm -hmm. uh, or what people are looking to get into if they do the purchase one of these? Yeah, the manga is the main thing I would say that mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. we'll be working on after the Wonders of Asume come out. Um, the artist is already working on drafts and ideas and drafting a story for the first one. So that's one of the main things. And we'll make sure to make it, you know, compatible with the Wonders of Asume. We, like I said, we don't want to be released like a thousand different collections just because we release a new product. Mm -hmm. We want to make sure that everything is tied in with the Wonders of, of Asume. So yeah, yeah it's going to be really dope. We're very excited about that. Uh, and I think you guys are going to love what we come up with. Awesome. Uh, Lua, anything for you too? Like, I mean, I know you're over in spaces all day. Um, what's been some of the feedback and stuff from you guys or what, what are people looking forward to the most or yourself as well? Yeah. So one of the, one of the cool things that we're doing, I'm going to just like maybe drop a little bit of alpha, the interactive side of the manga. That's something that, uh, I think a lot of people are kind of looking into in that capacity. Um, we want to continue with the IRL events. Our last event went really well, so we want to continue with those mm -hmm. as well. And maybe we got our next collectible in store. So, uh, yeah, just super excited to see uh, what we can do uh, getting into the new year and, and continue to deliver. Um, one thing we've actually been speaking a little bit more is, um, you know, the hardcover physical manga as well. So we're, we're going to maybe have mm -hmm. a little bit more info on that. Okay. Awesome. Well, that's looking uh, interesting. I know uh, the artwork for me is something that uh, I mean, I'm interested in. So I think I've been looking around uh, while well, we've been scrolling here too on some of the those icky guys out there. I need that. Oh, that's I not a problem. That's a problem. <laughs> we always do that in these live streams. Like, okay, we were talking. I'm like, what are we looking at? Uh, we'll have to do some research after we get over here. Uh, but I, I know we're wrapping uh, uh, close to the hour here in Pepper's. So you got to get running here on the hour. So um but any any kind of final words from you guys we appreciate you uh you jumping onto the show tonight at the hour actually just flew by right now um i feel like we got a lot greater info over there is there anything for anybody that you'd like to say for like the collection and anything who maybe you know outsider looking in or somebody who maybe minted and hadn't gotten uh, a chance to catch up over the last year yeah i mean first of all thank you for having us today it's really really good to be here uh it was a really good interview one of the best i think the best i've been in uh so yeah very appreciative of of your time and effort into the into you know learning more about the book of ikigai uh and for people you know trying to learn more watch the whole video there you go <laughs> hey i like that right there Perfect. plug it back <laughs> over to us uh, well yeah absolutely we appreciated uh peppers as we get wrapped up over here and uh lua for you i don't know if you uh want to hang around for a little bit i know there's some stuff going on inside the community um but yeah i think we may be jumping to some f35 live part two here as we get wrapped up and uh peppers we appreciate you jumping on uh for anybody who's looking to get tapped in with icky guy what's the best place to get connected with you peppers 
Uh, I would say Pepper CK on um, Twitter or X, apparently uh, now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'm always on Discord, chatting with the community, and we're always there. We're not one of those founders that you have to send an email to to yeah. hear from them. Uh, we're <laughs> always the community. We're part of the community. Uh, you'll see me in some spaces most days, and you know we'll be there hanging hanging out with the community and sharing more. Dope. Awesome, man. Well, it's great to have you on, uh, Peppers. And uh, yeah, we'll go ahead and we're going to go ahead and kick it on to the second part of the show here. I uh, appreciate you, you jumping on tonight. Have a good one. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks, too, yeah. Yep. yeah, I'll kick it. I'll kick it. I'll kick it for a bit. I, I got yeah, a couple time. I got a couple of minutes. I do have uh, a couple of community members that want to get uh, some community activities underway. I hear um, you. But I, but I but I told them I'm I'm ch I'm chilling with the, the, the Freedom 35 crew. You know what I mean? So um, <laughs> there you go. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, man. Well, I mean, for you guys, I mean, as far as like week of news and stuff goes right now, I feel like on the NFT side of things, nothing too, too crazy has been going on. There's been a lot of talk um, of just different projects going through. Like midnight has been a huge topic for people inside the space. There's been a lot of DeFi stuff. People keep speculating on price. Alua, has there been anything you've been tapped into on the NFT side of things uh, that you've been getting into lately, been hearing through the uh, just over on Twitter? Yeah, I haven't been really dabbling too much in, in new stuff. I think everyone's looking at DeFi a little bit more, obviously, with Jelly yeah, yeah. that recently uh, came out and speculations around that. Um, but no, I think it's a lot more of like the accumulation. Uh, recently, I believe um, uh, Crypto Raggies acquired Super Bowl. So that, I, I believe, yeah. happened a couple days ago. So yep. just murmurs of that as we head into um i know a lot of people are calling it a bull run but potentially this little bull flag that we're in it feels like trap. that right it definitely feels like the trap now um it, we we had a good little run but i see uh potato just continuing to drop right now so yeah it's 35 uh, cents again i don't think we're in it. we can't get ahead of ourselves like when we're in it well it won't even be a question I think. Yeah, yeah we're it's just gonna hit us all at once too i've been see seeing people talk about like i uh, usd and stuff de-pegging and I've seen a lot of different stuff on the DeFi side um, being discussed. AXO is another one. I know a lot of people are, are the claim period for AXO is getting ready to wrap up. That's a huge uh, DEX. That professional trader uh, DeFi life is, is what that uh, people are looking forward to from AXO. Uh, so that could maybe bring some liquidity over our way as well. As far as the NFT side of things go, though, no, it really hasn't been too, too many things. I know Ada Inmates had a, a settlement um, with some partner projects yeah, and stuff yeah. that happened going on all the um, muds have been minting i don't know if you know yeah. muds ada empire muds. I, I did see ada empires i haven't uh i, I didn't get it yeah ada empires right yeah i've been seeing people rock the uh the pfps on this yeah i do like the artwork on these i, like these, I, those are cool. I, I honestly don't know too much about them <laughs> um over here and did you get a chance to mint or did you get in that 80s yeah so yeah i have like the i got like the empire pass so i've been staking for code which is like their ecosystem token and i was able to use it to mint and stuff like that as well so they're but, still minting yeah they're minting now um yeah go grab yourself a muds um yeah no i i really i i really get along with ronin with founder there he's a part of the icky guy community he shows up uh all the time uh, i see him you know in the spaces as well and for the community events it, he's actually a huge part of the community events he comes up he's um you know brazilian jiu-jitsu uh you know uh instructor he has his own gym so he's very well knowledgeable in that industry mm -hmm. um he was outside at comic con i believe he was at comic con in new york uh sold out of his comic he already has comics out, digital comics as well. So this is the PFP collection of the characters within the comics. So it all ties in together. I've been following the project a little bit. 
Nice. Let's do yeah. it. I've got to see it. I like the artwork on them. I saw a bunch of people minting them over on Twitter. Uh, so it's good to see that little snack hat right yeah, there as well. Yeah. I like that. I like that. I like that. That hoodie. That's sick. Actually, that's probably the most, that's probably my favorite snack trade out that I've seen so far. Yeah. I love that. But no, yeah. Shout out to them. Um, yeah, man. I, I don't know. As far as minting and stuff goes, I haven't really been getting into many mints, really, uh, to be honest with you. It's just been, it's been a tough time to really mint right now, I think. It over is in tough. space. 85 and, and, ADA, I feel like it's priced appropriately and fair. And then, uh, I mean, a lot of people were able to to mint for 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 cheaper or use their code, the utility token, to supplement for the mint. So, yeah, um, I'd say they're doing pretty well right now. I think they're top ten on JPG. So, just yeah, like, yeah. The other one uh, that I saw that was big inside of space uh, was Squashua. He dropped that video of the community. Did you get a chance to see? Do you guys see that as well? Yeah, yeah. That video was sick. Uh, Oh man, uh, TJ or Tom, did you get a chance to see the video that we're that I'm about to show you guys yeah, right no. now? Mm -mm. Um, bro, this it it was good. There's it, me right above CeeLo's on the corner uh, of the building. Oh, here. Hold up, hold up. Where are we at here? Uh, scroll here? back, scroll back. He's in the uh, characters in front of right there above CeeLo's high grade on the oh, side rebel uh, to the right of I got rebel. You right there. Right there, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, I saw so many different uh, community members and different projects and stuff inside of here. Um, I know he's still minting as well, but these things to me are, are uh, I don't know, I just thought this video reminded me, he's got like this like gorilla vibes, like gorillas, like the, I don't know why, like the eyes and stuff, but the the music and just all the different community members, this was super well received um, inside of community. I said he's working on, I guess, on another one already uh inside of here but it's fun to see all the different different uh people yeah. inside the community i mean i mean i got you i was like i had no idea what you're talking about gorillas. oh like, gorillas the... like a gorilla to me what are you talking oh. about mm. i got you yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. like they're all music videos and stuff and they're uh the artists or the art they use for the actual band yeah now nah, this stuff looks super dope it's always fun to see uh like community members and other artists inside the space give their take on like just cardano in general it's like a little like you said a who's who inside there it's fun to kind of look over there we need to get an f-35 snuck in there somewhere i'm uh, looking for there. i guess we're gonna get making huh we make we, we, we gotta be more present over in the twitter sphere over here no i think tommy uh, made it i made it inside there i, I think tommy made it somewhere i uh, honestly like there's so many names look dude. there's I, I know this uh that one's 45 i think that one maybe for jeff uh well, four or five jeff Tommy somewhere that's all good. We'll go back. I'm gonna, I'm gonna spin yeah, my you mind. Gotta now. run it back. Let, oh, let it play. Oh, now. I gotta, I gotta yeah. find it though. There you go. Uh, but now, man, this is dope. Can. There you go. Oh, okay, dude. Uh, it's it's so crazy, okay, dude. I mean, every time I watch this, there's a new person that I see. You got Demosthenes up there on the top. You got D Clay. Zest uh, in the middle. Ah, uh, there you go. You got Dirt back here. Um, Tavern Squad, Goombles, Maladorder, Claude. Man, I could probably watch this uh, ten times over and still miss uh, people's stuff inside of here. It's super super cool stuff but it's, it's cool it's like I, I like this time for different projects especially if people who like vibe with their communities um it gives you a chance to really like if you want to go in on it like you have the time it's not like a rush to go and mint and hopefully it sells out like right you know you, you don't get what you want kind of thing this is like an organic type of mint um i like with, those with these projects yeah they look uh, dude his stuff is, is i'm actually a really big fan of it um yeah, i just really haven't he also had a shout out to Oside uh, over here. I believe Oside got this Tony Hawk. Uh, it's like one of one over here. I was reading back there right really? over here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's, he's a cool art. He was also at CNF, uh, NFTLV doing like live portraits of people and stuff over by like the introverts booth. 
Yeah, um, I like, go There's around and literally just sit down and draw someone and draw. right there. <laughs> Sick right there. Um, I don't. I've not heard about this. I know you asked that. Uh, I, I don't know. You know what you're referencing right now? Um, Curly Knox. Curly Knox is our DeFi um, expert over in our DeFi chat. Have you guys heard of that at all? Mehan. Yeah, I thought I put it poses in chat there, but I don't know what it was. I've heard about Mehan. No, this is not Mehan. Whether what or not it? I could tell you about it as a different thing. I've heard it being tossed around. Oh, I can in the wrong spot of Twitter right now. That's why Mehan. Uh, stable coin. Okay. Oh, the USDM. Okay. See, why don't you just say that over there? Oh, he did say that. <laughs> I don't have a read. Um, no, I, I have not paid attention to this at all, to be honest with you. It's a fiat-backed stable coin. Because, that, I mean, that's one of the main, like, gripes with Cardano right now, especially on the DeFi trading side of things, is that there's not a good stable coin out. And, like, IUSD, DPEGIN, and JED, and it's just, you need a, they, they're looking for this. This big money is looking for this. Um, I have not paid attention to this. Maybe I didn't need to over here um because i i know people have been talking about us uh, dc and stuff they say if that stuff in tether and all this stuff is getting ready to collapse or depegs we're gonna have a huge crash uh here coming up i've seen that narrative been floating around a little bit as well no big deal but yeah, say, yeah but i mean yeah. so we don't we need a good stable coin one that's not gonna depeg you know yeah yeah, all these ones. I don't. I don't get it. I don't know the mechanism between the the IUSD that does that over there. Um, I have no idea how that works. But apparently, um, people were talking and discussing that. I have no idea what that really means uh, for me. And uh, same thing with Jed too, where it's like it's all like it's not you like you said fiat backed uh, stuff over here. So Rocket League uh, USD stablecoin Curly says Rocket League. Um, yeah, I could <laughs> I could use an RL one over there. I, I'd probably do better with that one. Uh, shall we? Yo, Lou, when we get another Rocket League tournament, I think we got a thing coming up here with uh, the Mongos, don't we? Yeah, they've got one in December, yeah. I believe. Or something November, like November, actually. Yeah, something like that. I'll have to go back. I think they've got a new... I gotta, We got to look at them, too, because I believe they're doing some new upgrades on artwork and stuff. Um, so, yeah, I think I saw that because they partnered up with a bunch of different projects inside the space for this as well. Eh, we'll, we'll figure it out. There it is, the winner, uh, winner Classic. There you go. Yeah, are we yeah. gonna get a uh, an announcer? Are you jumping in on that again, or are you? Gonna... Uh, yeah. Well, I think they're they've reached out to a couple people. I'm not actually too sure if I'm if I'm announcing this one, bro. If they don't do that and they don't get you back over there, it ain't gonna be it ain't gonna be real. Um, <laughs> that last one you held it down. I have to say that that, that was, was fun. That was, a, that was a fun time, man. Yeah, you um, guys yeah. always show up when you come, dude. 100. percent yeah, but outside of that, though, I see a lot of people talking about like different narratives right now. Like there's uh, like Ore's price is, is down right now. I see people talking about that. I see every other uh, community. I mean, the Ape Society has dropped at one point down to 4,000. I just think we're in that like state of the market right now where everybody's a little unsure on like the crypto front. And like consequently, like NFTs obviously are, are, are going to be hit with that. Um, and if you don't have a big catalyst event or anything really coming out or to keep people engaged and interested or... I think it's just like the nature of the market right now, really. Yeah, I think people are even trying to get liquidity, right, for pumps and to move it into Solana while Solana's mm -hmm. running up. And they're like, yeah, mm -hmm. I'll just, you know, take a collection offer or, you know, price for quick sale to be more liquid, right? And the first yep. thing that usually takes a hit is your NFTs, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I think people with the access, I mean, with all these different tools that people have now, when it comes to like these lending platforms like Levy, um, where they can instantly get this value uh, from their NFTs, these collection offers essentially become the floor uh, in, in most senses for things right now. 
and that's just the reality of it and i think i mean if you I, instant liquidity in this market is king and i think the more that we the easier it is to get access to it i think nfts are always going to kind of take a hit that's why it's interesting to see things like jelly um from the jelly cubes team how they kind of just went and fractionalized their whole entire uh collection they kind of like stable peg it a little bit uh it's it's held up for the most part so far um with what we've seen although like i said i wouldn't be surprised oh, really? to see it the, i wouldn't be surprised yeah to see it to, to go back and recorrect a little bit because they went from like a 2500 ADA floor up to like a 6000 uh and now they're kind of trending somewhere right around like that 5000 ADA ish uh here with the with the actual token but I, how about that concept though too like does that concept what, what do you how do you feel about uh fractionalizing a, a collection is that something that was like yeah that's a good idea you're like eh, i'm not really a fan of that or well, I mean, it, I don't think it's been done before uh, here in terms of the yeah. token fractionalization to this capacity. I mean, they seem to do pretty well and successfully throughout their project career. Um, you know, uh, yeah, just give it some time, right? They launched the token and the fractionalization yeah. like a week ago. So um, it'd be interesting to see how it plays out. You know, maybe people can DCA into the token and you know, not only, you know, uh, take, get ADA from it, but potentially, uh, rechunk and get a, get a full jelly cube. Yeah, and who knows, like, there's the arbitrage aspect to it, right? Where it's like, yep. oh, if I fractionalize at this rate and then take the token and then buy the floor, there's like a lot of that speculation aspect to it as well, which is good for projects in this ecosystem, right? 100%. Tommy, you haven't had, you haven't had a problem with that, trying to play that game. No, I haven't really messed around with it, to be honest with you, too much. Uh, I'm just kind of curious with it, you know, um, going to get people's perspectives. Um, Lou, I know you got to get out of here, so we'll go ahead and uh, we'll let you get going. Um, but we appreciate you jumping on to the stream tonight, man. It's been, it's been an honor really? to get to catch up. Like I said, these things actually go a lot faster than we think. How to fill up an hour, hour and a half of our time, and then the next thing you know, it's over. Uh, so we'll definitely have to get you on again. I like, I love to have you on. It's just like a podcast guest or something. Just kind of shoot back and, uh, just, just chat overall about the space. It'd be good. Yeah, absolutely. Hit me up anytime. I'd be more than happy to, to pull up and kick it with the homies. Um, of course, great. I appreciate you, um, you know, getting us on today and, and yeah, kicking it a little bit, but I mean, I've been watching this show since the early ugly bro days, you know, veggie mates, all there that go. good stuff. So, um, yeah, I mean, right. you guys are the legends, uh, and yeah, I'm super grateful to be here. Appreciate it, man. Well, appreciate your uh, your time. I think, guys, maybe we should go ahead and wrap it up because we kind of want to go game two, uh, I think, over here. Me and TJ are just great. Yo, we've been jumping on. You guys got a problem. You guys yeah. got back into Fortnite way too. You've been jumping back. I know I didn't make It's a no <laughs> build. I hate building in Fortnite. Yeah, no build. No build. Yeah, no, we're playing CS:GO. Come if you want to get sweaty, man. We're the sweat guys. CS2 over here. All right, um, all right. Yeah, I, I know you guys want to get on that. I want to. I actually do have to get back onto Fortnite to make sure I get all the little lore achievements as they change the oh, yeah. map. Yep, yep, yeah, we were just in there last night. There's some like little floating island right now, something going on. We have no idea what's going on, but uh, we'll have to do that. I think we're we're gonna we're as far as us goes, guys. I think we got our game night over there uh, coming up this week. I think we're gonna switch it up. Lua, we'll let you go over here and we'll do a quick little wrap up. We're gonna hold you. you. Up. Thanks. Have a good right. one. Yep. Right. Take it easy, man. Yeah. Um. But as far as us, we were just thinking about that, right? Like our game night is it's got to be this Thursday, right? Because we got Thanksgiving next week. So yeah. I can't believe how quick that's coming up. I know. Like, it's, it's getting way, way too quick. quick. I was saying we can't do it next week, obviously. Yeah, so I'm thinking we got to do like, a game night. Do the, 
So we'll do podcast next. We'll have to record earlier. Uh, okay. Yeah, we'll work. We'll work all those details out. So you're saying no podcast this Wednesday. What we need to do is a game night. Always. Got yeah, it. because we but, do have the Thanksgiving holiday. So that's, that's true. Yes. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that's on. That's not next week. Wait, is that next week? Mm. It is next week. Yeah, Thanksgiving's next next Thursday. We're also saying too that for our game nights, we want our community to come out and play with us. We don't want to just be us playing and you guys watch. It's, we don't want it to turn unless into that's that. entertaining enough for them. Yeah, of course. Know, but, but, you know, we'd love to be able to get to hang out with some of you guys. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Hundred percent. You guys have OG Fortnite or uh, Rocket League. Download those this week because we'll be playing those Thursday. Thursday night stream, guys. Um, also, um, if you guys are still here, I, I, those like buttons down there, you know, these days in this market, man, uh, that button doesn't get hit enough. So if you guys are hanging out with us tonight, if you're still here, make sure to go ahead and hit that like. Consider subscribing if you guys are lurking. I and mean, if you guys are chatting, that means you're subbed. So we appreciate that. Um, with that being said, if you guys don't got nothing, nothing else, I think maybe we call it early and we get back to some game nights. Let's do it. All right. Uh, TJ, last week you played me out with that intro. Maybe we'll have to work in something new next time. But that P90X kind of gets me a little fired up. Um, well, I, I don't even know what I did. I think you outroed me with some P90X, um, that, that Jeremy Potato Soup music. Oh, like um, if I make the volume louder, we just kind of cut it. Yeah, with that, uh, I think we're going to go ahead and uh, wrap it up. Man, Curly Knox, you got to get on busy on Thursdays. Yo! All right, TJ. TJ just killed me. I can't even hear. My ears are bleeding. We appreciate everybody uh, joining us tonight. Shout out to everybody over in chat. This has been another F35 Live. We will catch you on Thursday for game night. TJ. Get the fuck out of here.